Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Weekly Waffle, the show where we just give you a roundup on what's happened over the week. As you can see, whoa, why is this joker doing the intro? It's because Lewis has had an unfortunate injury and I've had to take the captain's armband this week for this performance. Um, so, yeah, let's just get straight into it and let's talk about what's happened in the Premier League. And um, unfortunately, we have a new first ever Premier League title for Liverpool. Tom, take it away from there. Yes, so I may as well start there. It all happened midweek last week with Chelsea beating Man City 2-1 to secure Liverpool's first ever title in 30 years. It's been a long time coming. But... <laughs> it's been a long time for that, hasn't it? Oh, God. This means that with seven games remaining, we are champions, with, uh, which is a new English top-flight record. We are now a more decorated club than United, winning more major trophies than them. We are also the only team in history to hold the Premier League, Champions League, Super Cup and FIFA Club World Cup simultaneously. That's a flex. That is a flex. Funnily enough, we're on track to hopefully beat City's 100-point season that they managed to do last season. So that will be very good if we could do that. Obviously, we've got them next or this Thursday yeah. coming up, which will be a very exciting game, I think, for everyone. Um, now, going back into other Premier League fixtures, last weekend we saw Man City beat Burnley 5-0 uh, with a brilliant performance from Phil Foden. Got great potential. Hopefully, or well, potentially, could see him in the England Euro squad next season. Definitely. If he continues his... Uh, good form. This is also uh, a match which was sadly um, highlighted by a White Lives Matter flag being flown over. Obviously, here at the Penanka podcast, we do not condemn those actions. And luckily, the culprit, Jake Heppel, lost his job because of it. And I think we can all gladly say that happened. Other pictures we saw were Leicester nil, Brighton nil. Michael saving a great or doing a great save against Morpay's penalty. However, that still means that Leicester yet to win a win a game after the re, after the restart. Um, another news: Tottenham beating West Ham two 0 This sees Harry Kane aim for his two hundred goals of the season, or not of the season, of all time. <laughs> um, other games we see Wolves beat Bournemouth one 0 United beat Sheffield United 3-0 with Martial having a hat-trick. And I'm pretty sure it's the first hat-trick United have scored since Sir Alex Ferguson has all retired. Yeah. So. The, last person, the last person to score a hat-trick is Robbie. <laughs> what is it, seven years ago? <laughs> it's seven been a long years. time coming. We also saw a 1-1 draw for Newcastle against Aston Villa. And we also saw Norwich losing 1-0 to Everton with, I think, Schneiderlin set to go to Nice. Is that right, Callum? Yes, it looks like Schneiderlin has got, well, looks like Schneiderlin has gone to Nice for about £2 million, I believe, or Euros, I don't know. But it looks like Ancelotti's freeing up wages with Schneiderlin being one of the higher earners. So hopefully that means a big signing is going to be coming in for us. And that's why we're freeing up wage budget. Okay, fingers crossed for Everton there. Going back to the results, we saw Liverpool comfortably beat Crystal Palace 4-0. Um, 
Um, Arsenal finally getting a win, uh, securing a 2-0 win against Southampton. This also saw, after the game, David Luiz receiving a one-year contract extension, which we all <laughs> do not believe. We can't believe this has happened. Very confusing times at Arsenal. Um, other games saw Burnley beat Watford 1-0. Uh, Villa beat Wolves 1-0. And this is interesting because Wolves have now moved up to fifth meaning that they're in Europa League contentions. However, I believe if Manchester City's financial fair play court case goes against them in July, this could see Wolves move up to fourth, seeing them in the Champions League, which would be very exciting for them. So we'll have news on that to come later next And um, just if you mind if I jump in here, Tom, the weird part about this is it has been announced that the Europa League is continuing. So what if Man City get banned, Wolves take a Europa League spot, our Wolves finish fifth, meaning they'd get Champions League, and then win the Europa League, meaning they get guaranteed Champions League. To put that in perspective, that means sixth place would get in the Champions League, and then seventh and eighth would get automatic um, Europa League, which means, come on, Everton, finish eighth, please, and Wolves There's win. There's still hope for Arsenal, then, to get into the Europa <laughs> No, Arsenal are going to finish, like, 12th at this rate. <laughs> Maybe might even see Sheffield United bump into European yeah. football next season. That'll be an exciting watch. And finally, today we saw Watford lose 3-1 to Southampton with Danny Ings getting two goals and James Ward-Prowse having or scoring a quite brilliant free kick. This also brings up questions for Danny Ings, whether he will be part of the um, Euro squad next season with him only one point off top goal scorer in the league. Got. I know a lot of us here think he should be in the team regardless, but we'll have to wait and see on that with Gareth Southgate's decisions. Um, now, moving away from the Premier League this week, we've also seen FA Cup action. Starting off, we saw United beat Norwich 2-1 in quite an interesting game, I'd say, with uh, United going into extra time despite Norwich having a red card. So it looks quite scary for United, but... They managed to pull through still. And um, we also saw Arsenal beat Sheffield United 2-1. Again, late drama in that is Sheffield equalised within, I think, the 87th minute, something like that. And then Arsenal scoring a winner in the 90 plus, 90th plus minute. So, late drama there. We also saw Chelsea beat Leicester 1-0 as um, Leicester can obviously continue their struggles. And on that note, I must say, Chelsea's performances after the re after the restart have been looking quite quite promising, quite good for next season. Obviously, with their buys already with Zajic and Werner, and the possibility of Havertz as well coming into the team. I think Chelsea have got a good, strong team for next season. Frank Lampard's doing a good job over there, so they could be in, possibly in contention for the league next season. We'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, finally, we saw City beat Newcastle two 0 with Dwight Gale having a horrendous miss, open goal, blazes it over the bar, unbelievable miss as it was 1-0 to City at the time. And only minutes later, I think, Sterling made it 2-0. So that's a real shame for Newcastle, but City progressed. And that gives us two quite interesting semi-finals, I'd say. First off, you've got United-Chelsea, which I think will be a good game. It'll be close close between those two but then we've also got Arsenal City and I think we can all agree that it should breeze past Arsenal especially after seeing the game earlier on in the Premier League against those two but yeah 
That's it from me. Yeah, so before we end this, this is a weird question to end on. Are Man City banned from Europe in general or just the Champions League? Because what if Man City... UEFA, I assume it'd be Europa League, but that is quite interesting. Imagine if they could just go in and they're just like, all right, let them breeze the Europa League with a second Yeah, they absolutely tear it to shreds. They just send out the second team for the Europa League and still win it. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> right, so keeping us in England, we're going to go up to the Championship next about a few of the fixtures. We'll start off with Cardiff were able to get an impressive 3-1 win against Brighton. Brighton? Against Preston which, you know, heats up the playoff run over there. Luton Town were able to pick up a big 1-0 away win against Swansea. It looks like it was a very good week for the teams that were like getting relegated. Charlton took a 1-0 win over QPR. Middlesbrough took a 2-0 away win against Stoke. And Wigan beat Blackburn 2-0. Then you had some more disappointing draws for the teams close at relegation. Hull and Birmingham in the next and quite an exciting game with a three-all draw with Hull up 2-0 at half-time and then Birmingham were able to battle in, scoring three in the second half, showing how woeful Hull really are. And then Barnsley were able to get an impressive draw against the well-worked Millwall team. But then we go into the meat and potatoes of the championship this week and it's um, Tom Lawrence thinking he's Mike Tyson all of a sudden and squaring up to like six-foot-three Matt Miazga. Um, Miazga like, does some like, weird arm move on him to push him away. Tom Lawrence keeps trying to square up to him and then gets slapped, and then the taste gets slapped out of Tom Lawrence's mouth. Tom Lawrence instantly bricks it and looks for the referee for attention with both of them getting red cards. But yeah, Derby are able to take a 2-1 wing against Reading, which of course, if Lewis were here, he'd be complaining about, but he's not. And then that helps Derby's pushing to the playoffs also. And last but not least, Fulham, after having an impressive first half against Leeds, were absolutely battered 3-0. Patrick Bamford, Beautifully placed again to the corner with the first goal. I believe it was the second goal was Alioski. And let me check that. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the second goal was Alioski. And the, uh, yeah, it was Alioski getting the second and Jack Harrison getting the third. But yeah, with the championship, if we take a little look at the table now, we've also, before I miss it out like a duck, uh, Brentford were also able to pick up a 1-0 win against West Brom with, I believe, Ollie Watkins picking up the goal. Yeah, Ollie Watkins picking up the goal, looking like to brief his case to possibly finish top striker. But yeah, so now Leeds have been able to take back top spot with 74 points. Brentford have snuck into third. And actually, another team I haven't mentioned, Nottingham Forest picked up a win today, which put them above Fulham, taking Nottingham Forest to fourth in the table. But Derby, look like, Derby and Preston are now both just out of the playoff. With, it, with the playoffs looking like Brentford, Nottingham Forest, Fulham and Cardiff. And that's all we've got for the championship. So we're going to slide straight on over into Germany now, where it was the last fixture in the Bundesliga, if I am correct. And we saw some good results. We saw Gladbach beat the very informed Hertha 2-1, which helped Gladbach claim fourth place. Bayern had a typical dominant performance, destroying Wolfsburg, who you know are supposed to be another European team. 4-0. And then, I think, no, we'll save that game for last. Leverkusen took up a 1-0 win against Mainz. Um, then we had Leipzig beat Augsburg 2-0 in Werner's last game, where he scored two goals and then also became Leipzig all Leipzig's all-time top scorer. What a way to go out on your last game. And then hope, hopefully big things for Chelsea in the future. But then we get to the two very interesting games. 
we had Hoffenheim destroy Dortmund 4-0 with Andre Kramerich picking up all four goals and a very, very cheeky no-look penalty just to put some icing on the cake. But then I feel like the big game, Bremen out of nowhere became Bayern and absolutely destroyed Kern 6-1, which has put Bremen into 16th, I believe it is, where it is the automatic, or sorry, the relegation playoff where they take on third in the Bundesliga, Heidenheim, the winner over two legs, will make their way into the Bundesliga. And it looks like at the form Bremen have been on, I believe they've scored, they beat someone 4-1 and now 6-1. It looks like Bremen are probably going to stay up by the skin of the teeth after not having a good start. But yeah, that's all a little breeze through for the Championship and the Bundesliga there. Next, we're moving on to Harvey, who is going to talk about... I do not believe it. I'm sorry to cut you out, but Inter Milan have just come from behind with 10 men. They're 1-0 down away at Parma. They are sort of in this title race still. The centre-backs have just doubled up and they've just won 2-1. Now, that's... De Vries getting the first in the 84th minute to make it 1-1. And then in the 87th minute, only three minutes later, Bastoni's gone and made it 2-1 against... They had 10 men! What the... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about cutting you out, but oh my lord, that that is a brilliant um, sort of point to talk about the Italian football. And while we're here, I think uh, it's been an interesting week or so. We've seen a lot of big results, especially in the title race and everything. It's been a little bit more of a gap open up at uh, the top now. Juventus obviously being at the top since the very start of the season. Um, uh, we saw we saw a big game earlier on in the week with uh, Lazio. Lazio played Atalanta, who we've, we've mentioned on this channel two or three times now, is Europe's wildcard this season. They've been absolutely ridiculous. They've scored 80, 80 league goals this season. Now, to put that into perspective, uh, Juventus have scored 56. So they are 20, they're 24 goals clear of first place. And these guys are in fourth moment, which I think is bizarre. Um, on the topic of Juventus at the top, we've had some transfer business been done, uh, which I think, again, is an absolute steal for Juventus. I don't see what Barca are getting out of this, but um, sort of no shame to Pjanic or anything. The swap deal that will be Arthur, the Barcelona midfielder, for Pjanic uh, from Juventus, plus an extra 10 million on the end um, from Juventus to Barcelona. Uh, I think that's an absolutely brilliant deal, given that Pjanic, I think Pjanic is not. 30, 30 years old. Uh, if not, he's, he's, he's around that number. Arthur's 23, 24 maybe. You know, he's young. He's got a lot of years left in him. Um, obviously, Pjanic is quite a creative player for Juventus. But I think, sort of given the age difference uh, with the two, I think this is a really, really good move for, um, for Juventus. Keeping on the uh, topic of Juventus, Ronaldo, back to form, finally. He gets his goal, he gets two assists uh, in a 4-0 home victory over, I think it's Lech. Lech, uh, you pronounce it, I think. Lecce. Lecce, right. There we go. Nil-nil um, at half-time. Uh, a bit worrying to see another nil-nil at half-time. It's bottom of the league, bearing in mind. It's top most bottom. Uh, the second half, they come out and just blast them away. Um, it, was, it was goals from Ronaldo from the spot. Dybala beautifully placed into the right top-hand corner. Uh, Gonzalo Higuain down the middle over the keeper and Delict scoring late on for the fourth. Uh, another game at the top, which was really, really big. Team that I already mentioned when I in, uh, interrupted Gaffer just there. Uh, Inter Milan with another 
brilliant game. It was a six-goal thriller. They drew at home to South Solo. Um, they were favourites to win this, obviously, being third. Uh, it was a back-and-forth game, obviously. Ended in a draw in the end. Some more results I've got here for you on the screen today. We see Napoli with a 3-1 win over Spal at home. Napoli were the, um, the winners of the Coppa, the Coppa Italia uh, only a couple of weeks ago now uh, over Juventus. It was a, a horrible, horrible game from Juventus. Didn't show any signs of uh, promising player or anything. Ronaldo had a quiet one himself. Very hard to watch for a fan voice <laughs> as myself. But um, back to winning ways with um, Mertens, Callahan and Younes on the score sheet there. AC Milan. Scoring two goals over that 2 0 win uh, against Roma. They, since, or at least in my book, since um, Zlatan had come back, they had, they had a, a couple of good games because he, he only managed two or three goals when he was there, but they, they were un, unbeaten in six, seven games. I think the breaks hit them hard. They haven't been in the best form since coming back. I know they lost 4 1 earlier in the week as well. Uh, quite a worrying result there for them. Just a last game on uh, Italian football before I move over to uh, Spanish. Uh, Udinese um, played at home against Atalanta, once again the wild card, taking their goal tally from 77 to 80 this season. They managed three goals, one from Zapata and two from Muriel in a 3-2 win over Udinese. Now, I'm going to take you away from that. I'm going to take you into Spanish football, where if I check just now, when I started this segment, Real Madrid were winning 1-0 in the 80 third minute against Barcelona team Espanyol. Uh, this win, obviously, would put them two points clear of Barcelona at the top. Yes, it's the 92nd minute at the moment, stoppage time. Uh, this win would put them two points clear of Barcelona, uh, who would be sitting second at the moment. It was a week where we saw Barcelona drop points to a late goal. To my delight, I must say, it was brilliant. It was a brilliant watch. Uh, I think it was Diego Aspas scored a very, very late winner. Uh, sorry, equaliser, um, free kick, slotted around the left-hand side of the wall, right in the bottom corner. It was beautiful. Absolutely great finish. Uh, but only minutes later, in the, uh, I think it was the 89th minute of the game, they went back down Barcelona's end, almost scored again. It was harder to miss than it was to score, from what I hear. Uh, oh, from what I saw, at least. Um, they really should have won that game. But either way, gives uh, Real a chance to uh, come out on top. Speaking of Real... Uh, we saw Ramos score a beautiful free kick midweek. Uh, the 2-0 win over Mallorca. In that Mallorca side, we saw the record-breaking youngest La Liga player ever. This kid was 15, which puts him in, if you're an English watcher, it would put him in, um, is that year, year 9, year 10, guys? Year you 10, know? Year 10 yeah. Oh, mate. The the bollocks a, on him going back should, to school. He should, have absolutely should, ridiculous. He should have only just done um, his GCSEs, man. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's crazy stuff. But anyway, uh, in that same game, as I said, we saw Ramos score a beautiful free kick. Hate him or not, you know, he's a game winner. Uh, and that goal did actually take him to the highest scoring uh, La Liga defender ever. One more than Ronald Koeman, sat on 68, Ramos on 69. Um, a little stat that I did find that I thought was worth mentioning. Um, from the top scoring defenders in the Spanish league is four of the top five are from Real Madrid. You see big names like Roberto Carlos and Fernando Herrero in the top five as well. Um, I think that's just about closed up in, in this game over at Real Madrid. Um, I think for the most part that covers the Spanish football's 
uh, lead. Uh, we saw a win from Levante, 4-2 over Real Betis. Good result for them. Villarreal being mid-table Valencia at the moment, actually. They aren't, they aren't looking like themselves from a couple of seasons ago. Um, and just a last one right at the end that uh, everyone has forgotten to mention. We, are, we might be seeing a return from Ian Robin to, to football, to his boyhood club, um, which would be absolutely crazy to say that he's come out of retirement now at the age of 34, 35, whatever he sort of may be now. But uh, absolutely brilliant to see him back at his boyhood club. Um, that is everything I have Say, Gaffer, take it away. Well, yeah, before we end up, we'll talk a bit about Robin. You know, you've seen Ribery do quite well for Florentina, literally. Ribery in the 2 1 win for Lazio was the man who actually scored for Fiorentina to get them off the board. So, you know, Ribery's still doing it. Maybe his partner on the right can still do it. And if he's going to, I believe it's Groningen in the Eredivisie, which will be next it season is. due is. to it being cancelled. We saw Robin Van Persie in his last season light up the Eredivisie for Feyenoord. Maybe we could see Iron Robin cut in and bang that left foot, maybe. And his, seat, his last season, maybe with a nice little 20-goal cap off, just like Van Persie did. But yeah, we wish Robin all the best in his next season. But that's where we will end it off. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Weekly Waffle. Thank you, Tom and Statman Huave, for joining us. Um, uh, please like, subscribe, share it with your friends. Follow the Twitter, follow the Instagram, like everything. Um, and I guess since Tom's doing it, congratulations Liverpool on winning the Premier League and Bayern winning the Bundesliga, but they did that about 42 years ago. But anyway, thank you for, <laughs> thank you for watching and goodbye.